So you get to assess yourself and then the people around you get to assess you and it gives you a good gauge (laughs) as to how you're showing up. And basically that helps us also in identifying those qualities that we're looking for. Having an understanding what is of what is considered good customer service and a willingness to deliver that level of customer service. And if they've never been yeah. exposed to it, doesn't mean that they're eliminated. What it means is yeah, that yeah. you just gotta expose them to to scenarios and situations of, of what good customer service looks and feels like. Welcome to another episode of the Full Arch Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Gary Bird. I am the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more Full Arch cases so you can grow the way that you want. And today I have Sophia, who is the the CEO of the Practice Navigator. And we're going to talk about a subject that I know that's going to bring a lot of impact to your offices. And it's what are the traits of an amazing treatment coordinator? And I, let's just jump into this, Sophia. I, I'm really excited to hear hear this. When you presented this topic to me, I said, man, this is going to be a good one. So let's jump into this. Sure, absolutely. So, the- so what, what's the first thing that you would say that the first quality that's the most important to, uh, to have in a treatment coordinator? So one of the first qualities I think is important is to have someone that is likable. Someone that likes people and and likes engaging with people and also just uh, like basically connecting and making relationships. So I think that is a primary important quality for a treatment coordinator. Um, Also someone that... So a people person is is another way to... Right. Yeah. Someone that makes friends... Is there a way to quantify... Go ahead. Is there a way to quantify that? Is that a gut thing or are there like all these, I know there's all these personality tests and all those kind of things. What, how, how, how like if I'm an office and manager and I'm like, well, you know, or I, I'm a doctor, I, I, I like them. They, they're friends with me. But how do you know when somebody's really able to make friends very easily? Yeah. So there are assessments that you can use um, to be able to um, generally figure out who carries the, the traits that you're looking for. But a lot of it is a gut feeling, you know, someone that is a caring, compassionate, um, enjoys making friends, makes friends easily, um, connects with staff and patient very easily. Um, and, and basically just a true people person. I call them like a Susie Sunshine. If you want to, if you were using uh, the disc personality assessment, it's going to be someone who is um, a I personality um, for a treatment coordinator, uh, you want the personality to be maybe an I, a IC or an ID. So someone that's... A, so kind of opposite of a doctor, right? Opposite of a doctor. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's my number one quality that I look for in a treatment coordinator. Um, and, and basically also um, a no judgment mindset. You know, I judge no one. I judge nothing because that's important when coming to treatment uh planning and case presentation. Hey, I got a secret for you. Dental marketing agencies are dead. You got that right. Dental marketing agencies aren't performing the way that they used to because there's so much more complications to growing a dental office than just getting a marketing company. At SMC, we are passionate about being a growth partner and helping your practices grow the way that you want. And we have a free newsletter that goes out every single month at dentalmarketingdigest.com. If you sign up, it's free. And there's over a thousand practices that are already getting these free tips. You don't want to miss out. Sign up now. 
links below. Ooh, that's a good one. So how do you how do you gauge that one? I, I that one would stump me hard. I think I could figure out the personality one uh, or the the people person one, but the no judgment one. How do you how do you how do you even begin to quantify that and figure that out? Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that. So I I personally do an assessment. Um, which is called an energy leadership assessment. And what it does is it gauges a person's energetic response to to different scenarios and different situations. Mm. And so that analytics comes back, basically we fill it out and pretty much everyone that's within the 360 of their work environment, but also their personal life, friends and family members get to do an assessment. So you get to assess yourself and then the people around you get to assess you and it gives you a good gauge <laughs> as to how you're showing up. And basically that helps us also in identifying those qualities that we're looking for. That's really cool. So if someone reaches out to you, you can help them with that assessment? Yeah, absolutely. It's called a ELI 360. ELI 360. ELI. That's really cool. Okay. So we got, so we got, so, so we're looking at our treatment coordinator, we're looking at them and we're going, okay, are they a people person? It's number one. Number two is, are they free of judgment? That one's a little trickier. So there's some assessments that we got to do around that one. What would you say the next most important characteristic is to have in a treatment coordinator? So having an understanding what is of what is considered good customer service and a willingness to deliver that level of customer service. Mm, customer service. Okay. So how do you quantify that one? So basically that's going to um, show itself when you're doing... Um, assessments that's that shows part of it but also role playing so when you do when you role play your patient journey um what is it that this uh, treatment coordinator what characteristics do they exhibit um in conversations you ask questions so what is your definition of good customer service give me some examples or some places that you've experienced good customer service and how did that make you feel and why was it important to you those questions are very important. One of the things that I found, you'd be surprised. You go into offices and you're training on customer service and you would say things like, you know, uh, like going to the spa on the Ritz-Carlton. And a team member will say, well, Sophia, I've never been to a spa or I've never <laughs> been to the Ritz-Carlton, yeah. right? So, yeah. so you yeah. got to be careful about making those uh, references and actually you know, really asking deep questions to uncover the experience that that person has and how it relates to the type of customer service and experience you want your patients to have. And if they've never been yeah. exposed to it, doesn't mean that they're eliminated. What it means is yeah, that yeah. you just got to expose them to to scenarios and situations of, of what good customer service looks and feels like. It means you're going to have to train them and you're going to have to know what to look for, right? If they don't know what it is, then you have to know what it is. If you both don't know what it is, then you're in trouble. And I want to call something out really quickly. Notice that we haven't said anything about tr uh, treatment knowledge or any of those kind of things yet, because doctors know everything about the treatment and they're, they're usually not the best closers, right? Now there are some exceptions. There's that 10% of doctors who are like really sociable and really great on camera and really great at communicating. And they do a great job of closing treatment, but most doctors don't. And so we're we're really we're really looking for that person who good pre people person no judgment and then they have that customer service so far it's just how they interact with the people around them more so than the knowledge that they have about the actual treatment which i find very very interesting because i think doctors usually want people who are more knowledgeable right 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 
and I understand why they do, you know, but, yeah. uh, you know, you, you often hear the phrase, um, hire for attitude, train for, you know, the, the, the job. And, and yeah. I believe in that strongly because if someone is, if they're coming from a perspective of their heart centered, they're caring, they're giving, they're empathetic, um, you know, most of the times individuals exhibiting those characteristics are presenting with a good attitude. The part is, you know, mm. you, you know, you don't want to have someone doing treatment coordination that um, says, I'm not a people person, right? Um, a, yeah. Another big characteristic uh, that I find is um, they have to be brave and courageous. Why brave and courageous? Because they have to be comfortable um, delivering, you know, large sums of money or difficult treatment. But not only that, sometimes they have to deliver not so good news to the patient, right? And so, you know, being brave and courageous in, is, is I have found over the years to be a characteristic that's often underrepresented um, and not on, uh, many yeah. of us don't pay attention to. Um, and also, you know, just having a person that is naturally willing to do sales. I think that is very, very important. Yeah, because some people are just instantly adverse to doing sales. Like they don't want to sell stuff. And so if, that's a problem when you're selling $50,000 cases. Um, and and sometimes they don't feel like they're selling when they're doing smaller treatment, right? So if there's like, oh, you need a filling, like they're really good at that because they feel like they're more providing a service than they're selling something. But when you get into some of these larger treatments, you can really start to play with your brain on, I'm selling them a car or something, you know what I mean? And and I know that that can cause a lot of problems as well. What's the next uh, characteristic? So for me, I would say, you know, someone who has the ability to make the people around them feel good. Um, you know, there's a phrase that I learned uh, from one of my mentors and he would say, I want you, I want you to like you better when you're with me. And what that means is when that patient is in your practice with that treatment coordinator, you want them to feel that moment up. You know, I, I, I yeah. like what I'm hearing. I like the solutions I'm hearing. I like what this is going to look like in six months based on how you're presenting it. You know, so I, I want you as a treatment coordinator, I want you to like you better, how you feel, how you are, um, you know, the, the emotions and feelings and sensations you're having while you're here when you're with me. So I, I think that is key for me. Okay. So that one, that's a gut thing, yes. right? Like you're, you're, and I think what I would probably do is like, when I did the interviews, I would say, I would ask everybody, how did, how did she make you feel? How did he make you feel yeah. when you were talking to them? Oh, I felt it great. Like they felt really good talking with them. Now, obviously you can be bamboozled, right? Somebody can make you feel good on one side and then be toxic on the other side. But I, I think if you're stacking these in order, right. that's a, that's a big one. Okay, so what would be next on your list? So besides what we talked about being likable and, and making a stranger a friend quickly, um, the key thing that I find is a big challenge is in, in many offices, they have the office manager being the treatment coordinator. And mm -hmm. the treatment coordinator, the, the skill sets, the, the attitude, the personality that is required to be a treatment coordinator is a different set of skill sets than is required to be a manager. Right. Yes. So managers are typically 100%. a strong DC personality. Uh, if you were using mm -hmm. the disc analysis, um, you know, treatment coordinators, you want them to be a D, a, a high, a high I, which is an influencer, and also maybe a D or a C could be secondary, 
but you really want them to be that people person. It's very hard for an office manager to switch those hats back and forth. You will see some level of success, but you will not see consistent success because a manager's show up very differently from someone who shows up saying, I enjoy sales. I enjoy helping people. I help people do solutions. And I love people. Two very different personalities. Yeah. And in my experience with this is the office manager has more context of like how much money is needed to hit hit our bonuses and how much money is needed to pay our bills. And so they're more moving from a um, a position of like, we got to get this done, mm-hmm. which is good because you'll get stuff done that way. Right. Mm-hmm. But they are showing up with a totally different energy and they're coming into the room with like head on fire right out the gate because they just dealt with like someone being late. They just had to fire somebody. Right. Payroll isn't on time. Everything's broken. They server just went down like they're dealing with all that. And then they're walking into this room like, hey, patient, now let's talk about this. And it's like a totally different energy than somebody who's coming there to really meet that person where they're at, give them what they need. And and even though it might be the same end result, to your point, it's not going to be the consistent same end result. So I, I really love that. love that point. This was really, really good. Um, if someone wanted to reach out to you and get some information about the test or get more information on this, how, how can they best get a hold of you? Sure, absolutely. You could go straight to my website at thepracticenavigator.com. Or you can email Sophia at thepracticenavigator.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. This is number two. Are you willing to come on a couple more of these and keep talking through this stuff? I think it's really helpful to people. Of course. Absolutely. I'm I'm here, wealth of information, and um, I have a lot to say. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. We'll, we're going to have you back on again really soon. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.